So good. You guys are listening to Mission Music at Mutiny Radio. I'm your co-host, Stefan Aronson from Balance Breakfast. And I'm Corey Zeckman from Silence No Good. And we have a special guest for you today, and uh, we have her here for you. My name is Mayan. I'm a singer-songwriter currently based in San Francisco. Nice. Um, Last night, Jason from Great Highway had an epic show at Bottom of the Hill and thus decided that he deserved a night off tonight. He did. I mean, that's fair, right? I yeah. mean, he played we'll forgive out. him this time. Yeah, just today. Just today. So. <laughs> he might be a little hungover. Yeah. It, um, I mean, it was good, though. It was, it was fun. Panic was is Perfect and Minnesota Child and Jason's band, Great Highway. Yeah. Minnesota Child came out from L.A. That's super awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, yeah. They, uh, um, they were excited because it was their first show in six months since, since Ethan moved to L.A. Yeah. Hmm. So pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty. So <laughs> we're riding. We're riding solo without him, but I think it'll be. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, we we got this, right? Right. I mean, you're not hungover, are you? you no, not too bad. I drank a me. lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm here. Are you yeah. hungover? No. Sunday, I know. It's, <laughs> that was the best day to be hungover. The, uh, um, Corey and I were at the show, and uh, you were in a good mood because you were on your third party or something? Yeah, I had a lot of shows to go. Well, not shows, but yeah, parties to go popular, to. Popular. I fell asleep after that, after the, the Great Highway, though. So popular. Oh, yeah. I thought, really. you, no, I thought you were going to an after-hours show that night. I was. We were supposed to go to a more of a DJ thing, but... It's like, no big deal. I was sleeping. It's no big deal. The show ended at like 12.30, 1 o'clock. Corey's going out to another show. I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the podcast is at 6 p.m. Yeah, right. 8 o'clock, I'm sleeping. In bed. We just got to feel bad for the people trying to li- listen live in New York or something, because they're like... Your show starts at nine, and I have to go to work in the morning. Yeah, Aww. those poor people. <laughs> they should call in and bitch about it. Yeah. So uh, we might have some people from New York listening yeah. right now. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, listening to my on. <laughs> what a what was your week look like? Oh my God, I, I'm I'm working on a record right now, Ooh. and. Um, uh, also, my songwriter's catalog. So I'm just editing so many recordings. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exciting. Um, I have uh, pretty much countless songs, but I'm trying to put together this 100-song catalog. What? Um, so, yeah, I'm at 31 right now. Okay. Uh, as far as the editing, the recordings. Okay. So, yeah. A lot so of work. So you're like a third of the way there. Yeah. How long did that take you? Um. Well, to get to the recordings that I like, yeah. I've spent the last four months. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of music. Yeah. Are we getting to hear some of it today? No. <laughs> that's, that's not to be released yet. Okay. Uh, but I do have um, songs for you to listen to uh, that I'm going to be playing live. Good. That's what um, I Yeah. So, and some of them are from the catalog. All right. Naturally. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> what, uh, what would you say has brought you from like the the past versions of you to the current version of you it's it's very interesting actually because um when i started making music i was doing pop r&b and hip-hop and um i was based in israel at the time in tel aviv and uh, when i had moved to new york um after high school 
um, I was just so inspired by the local scene and my sound kept shifting and shifting yeah, into electronic, mm. actually. Um, I studied music production and um, got into the electronic live scene and mm -hmm. started producing my own tracks. And, um, and then I felt that there was something missing. Um, and also a mentor of mine at the time suggested that instead of uh, putting the focus on just the studio and just producing, mm -hmm. that I should get out and play more live and, yeah. and work on the instrument. And um, I really got inspired by that and uh, started playing with anyone that I could locally, playing all the open mics, all the you know shows I could book at the time, just with me and the guitar. So I worked up my skills just playing lives like, mm. like that. Um, and uh, after a really transformative year um, and recording my first album, uh, which was sort of like a translation of my music at the time from electronic into um, more acoustic live band mm -hmm. sound, um, I didn't really feel that the album captured exactly what I wanted as far as the uh chemistry between the musicians it was more like a studio album okay. that was kind of precise clean. precise and clean and i decided i was um before i was going to record again i'm first going to tour with the people that i want to record with mm -hmm. um one thing led to another <laughs> i started i i decided i i had to do music full-time uh quit all my jobs in new york city oh, wow. and uh, start busking hmm. And oh, it's not um, like street performance. Street. Yeah, street performance. Yeah, yeah, I was we just playing in the fancy, subways. Fancy I was playing, way. you know, everywhere. And that's really when things started to open up for me, and a whole new wave of creativity. And I kind of fell in love with um, country and Americana and folk, and uh, really the storytelling element um, yeah. of that music, and really started to writing more in a bio biographical sort of way. Okay. Um, just about what I was going through. Um, I had some interesting life stories. Yeah. Uh, at the what time. was your writing style before so. that? So um, the writing style before that was, um, it was also inspired by my life, but I think also um, more fictional in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of envisioning certain visuals and scenarios and okay. getting inspired somehow visually because i came from filmmaking okay nice. so i feel like i had a lot of visuals that inspired me and moods mm -hmm. and then it turned into crazy life when life hits you in the face and you're oh, like yeah. oh my god <laughs> um yeah how do i deal with this one and then it sort of it became a tool for me to to work through things and um really express myself mm -hmm. in song and uh, I feel like that's the driving element ever since. Although I uh, have developed in, in different ways since that point, mm -hmm. it's still the core of my writing. Hmm. What? When did the switch? What year? Yeah. I, I would say that the main switch was 2015. Okay. Yeah, 2015 was the main switch. Um, yeah, I just, I guess something in my life just switched from... 95 percent to 100 okay in a way yeah what do you mean by that i mean by that that if my life was in a certain balance i just snap myself out of that balance and raise the bar yeah pushed it harder yeah okay 
And when did you decide to stop uh, wearing mohawks? <laughs> mm, digging into the past. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I was I was in the p- uh, punk scene in Israel as a mm. as a teenager, and. Um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the punk scene for me was a way to express myself going against the stream um, in a sense of creativity, a sense of fashion and a sense of um, kind of sticking up to what what I believed in and saying, ah, you know what? I'm different. I'm not the same. Um, I'm not what you expect me to be. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. So it was a statement for sure. And um, kind of how I. Well, I started my journey with music beforehand, but uh, I suppose my first band was was a punk band. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, the switch was um, really when I discovered that the teenage rage that I was going through, I was I was at some point kind of angry. Um, You're no longer angry. uh, No, I think. Well, I get angry sometimes, but I'm not angry (laughs) in general. Yeah, perpetually. Well balanced. Yeah. And I breakfast. I feel like. (laughs) I don't know, at a certain point after, um, especially expressing myself through art and uh, filmmaking and music, um, I decided, wow, I love life. And there's so much that I can do. And there's so much out there. And I want to have a good time. And I feel like at the time, some of the people that I was hanging out with Mm -hmm. in the punk scene were sort of, you know, bumming out in a sense. They weren't bums, right? But they were were a little bummed. Yeah. <laughs> on life, uh, some of them, you know, the, the vibe was frustrated. There was mm-hmm. a lot of frustration there. And as I was um, turning away from a frustrated ideology to a very ambitious ideology and hopeful, mm-hmm. um, I just found myself drifting farther and farther away from the punk scene. Makes sense. Did you did you ever go through the phase of wearing paper clips in your ears? Or well, I, I had a safety, large safety thick pins, safety yeah. pins, and I had, um, uh, you know, like uh, locks as like uh, necklaces, and uh-huh. uh, I was just trying different things, and yeah, I just really loved the look of it. Mm-hmm. I still do. I love punk fashion, and, and I still love punk music, uh, some of it, you know, uh, I feel like it actually does shine through in my music mm. in different ways. It's not... Uh, very obvious, very subtle, but, but it does shine through. I think. What's What's the most punk thing you haven't been able to get rid of that you're like, oh, I'm stuck with this. It's, it's just punk, and I'm sticking to it. Well, in a sense, um, I, I'll always be a punk because um, I live my life by my own values and I follow my heart, and I think that's really punk. You know, yeah. like punk for me has always been just standing up for what you believe in, and that hasn't changed for me. I just didn't, at a certain point, like, you know, maybe that particular company that I had at the time uh, that I was associating with punk, but I always have, a, um, in a way, a rebel's heart, you know? Yeah. Nice. The, uh, um, th- I guess we can leak the secret that, I, that I've been helping you with some of your marketing efforts, and it's <laughs> super fun to, to look back at her, like, portfolio of pictures and see this attempt to combine um both fashion and and music and and like how to make those two work well together yeah um but yeah and then how to figure out how to release that and onto instagram in a way that uh that uh fans can engage with it in a way that like 
recognize that like this is a musician but hey check out these fashion statements which by the way everybody i just want to say um uh, and Stefan, thank you so much for helping me with the uh, Instagram stuff. If you want to check that out, that's my unofficial. Um, so just put the hashtag at, I mean, or, or the hashtag my unofficial or the at sign uh, M-A-A-Y-A-N official. Yeah, so um, it's been really cool actually seeing the progress of how we're growing that account. Um, and I'm really excited about all the things that I have to share soon on that account so you can stay tuned when you say soon is there something i don't know about like oh there might what be. are the tricks what are what's what are <laughs> the tricks <laughs> there's always something you don't know um the uh the, the um i'm always i'm always excited for what you have up your sleeves so it's like uh -huh. hey come on come on the show maybe we can find some of your secrets <laughs> yeah tell us your maybe, secrets. yeah maybe you have something to tell us oh what will you give me if i tell you one of my secrets uh, and I, as I look around the studio and yeah, I go, well, what can you what possibly shit? give me? Yeah, do you want some nice plastic CDs or uh, <laughs> yeah, broke-ass headphones here? Anybody need this Jesus painting? Like, um, Kanye. Uh, yeah, there's an, if, if you ever join us in the studio here, you, you'd be able to see this Jesus painting and know what oh, wow, we're dealing with. Like, yeah. I had a lot of glitter on last night. Yeah, how would you describe that to the listening fans? Shiny, Ooh. glamorous, glittery blood. <laughs> yeah, painted and um, kind of a mixture between a photo and a painting, and it has a lot of uh, yeah, very fresh dabbling. It's very, it's very fabulous, if you Dabbling. will. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the um, what's what are some of your goals in in order to end 2019 like at the highest the like. As as you go into like we've got two months left of this year yeah, and you and you're like dude if I could accomplish this 2019 would be the best. Um, to be honest, I I'm already proud of myself. You know, for 2019, mm. I've done so much. Um, so for me, if I maintain this good balance that I have going right now, of working on my music and enjoying life. You know, I'm, I'm doing good. I have my plans set forth, so I'm just kind of trekking along on my plan, and it's just, it feels good. So if I just manage to keep that good balance and have a good time, uh, I'm golden, yeah. Maybe catch a, catch a few good shows before um, the New Year's and maybe have a good New Year's Eve kiss. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, totally. that's always good. <laughs> Just trying to like to steer your goals in the right direction is like right. okay the rest Kiss has is, been good is the right yeah. direction yeah, was, right yeah it it seems, I got that covered yeah it seems pretty reasonable <laughs> if, there's, <laughs> if there is someone willing to kiss you you should be getting those kisses <laughs> absolutely yeah. don't don't let go of those kisses if you got them take them keep take them. the kiss yeah <laughs> yeah Corey's, Corey gets kisses every once in a while Barely. Oh. I mean. Every once in a while, yeah, you know. I mean, you're you're never on good behavior, so why should you be getting kisses? Well, I, you know, used to have a cat. Just because you have a pretty face doesn't mean I kiss the cat a lot. Didn't oh mind. yeah, nice. Cats don't mind. I find that I find that <laughs> cats and dogs just don't have boundaries for like their tongue. Like, yeah, hey, just play nice. Like, not so much tongue. Relax, chill yeah. it out a little bit. We're talking about cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their tongues are dirty. Their tongues are basically uh, showers. 
you know, that's mm-hmm. their shower tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not for humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're licking us with a bar of soap. That explains why it's so uncomfortable. It's sand. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a close-up examination of cats' tongues. Those things are kind of scary looking. Yeah, they look... Uh, Have you ever seen a cat's tongue in, yeah. like, magnification? It's like looks like a bunch of barbed wire hooks. Yeah. It's intense. Myon's going to go look it up. You haven't Googled this, huh? I have not. I was just uh, finding myself bewildered of the things that there are to learn on the interwebs. Oh, there are yeah. so many things. <laughs> Careful what you Google. Yeah. yeah. You just <laughs> might find it. <laughs> That's um. Yeah. Be care. Be careful. Um, well, uh, what what um what do you think? Like, if we were gonna start with like a signature song, and you're like, dude, you gotta hear this mm-hmm. song. This is my signature jam. Mm-hmm. What would that be? I got jam? just a song for you. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Corey. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. All right, so you give us an intro to it, and uh, and and then Corey and I will shut up. So, um, yeah, um, I want to play you my tune titled Your Lightning. Um, I wrote it at the time for someone that I was working hard to help and uh, pull through um, a crisis. And, uh, during that crisis, I found myself to be in a turmoil too. Um, but I don't want to tell you too much about the song cause I don't want to spoil the story. Um, so I think the best thing to do would probably be to just uh, play the song. Mm-hmm. I won't let you thunder 
even when it's hard. heck out of that <laughs> sometimes sometimes i enjoy songs based on looking at the red needle and seeing where it is and i'm like yeah that's right yeah, get on that the, needle right on the edge of that red zone so we're doing good perfect how do you how do you think sound engineers um engineer for like being right on that red and then capturing her like belty voice like yeah <laughs> i don't know there are compressors for that uh, and okay all sorts yeah. of Hopefully this Good 19- tools in the studio. Hopefully this 1970s board with four channels has some compressors <laughs> on it. Yeah, I hope we didn't uh, distort over there. That would be unfortunate. Bad. I mean, but, uh, how did it sound in your, in your ears, Corey? Very, very nice. Dang. Oh, good. It sounded like Dane Girl to me. Yeah, I was very I put impressed. my sound in your hands. Yeah. I trust I was, it with yeah, you was, guys. We did amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was tweaking good the heck out of it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was all us. us. Yeah, good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us is good. Um, what what do, what do you want someone to like now that they've heard it? Like, mm-hmm. is there anything they should know after hearing it? Yeah, about the story. Well, or... let let's start. Actually, uh, I'm interested to know as the songwriter of the song. Mm-hmm. While you were listening to the song, what did you think? What did you feel? Like, I'd love to grab a blanket and watch a movie with you. <laughs> That's good. That you both were going through some shit and then yeah. you guys doing it together. Yeah. It was interesting because um, in that particular scenario, as much as I wanted to believe that we were going through it together, actually we're going through it separately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, honestly, the song, although you can't really tell, um, was inspired by a battle of that person, not me, um, with addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very tough. It was very tough to watch. And mm. the bottom line is, you know, um, hopefully you can love someone and inspire them to get out of their own situation. But essentially it's up to them. Yeah. Um, and so it, the song really did encourage me. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all I can say about the result of the song <laughs> it encouraged me and encouraged other people who heard mm. it but you know it, it was a tough battle over there mm-hmm. and what year was this um i don't know what year to put on this this but not that long ago yeah a couple of years year. yeah okay very nice 
I, I liked it. Even though I didn't know it was about drug abuse. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was about dating. <laughs> it's like, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. But it could be about anything, really. That's, I often don't right. like start, you know, by saying what the song is about because um, then it makes it about just that one thing so yeah i just like to leave it up to interpretation and honestly like after the song was written it now means a lot of different things for me depends what time in my life i'm playing it but essentially it's it's a love song and it's a song about you know pulling through and let's do it together you're not alone just trying to get on the same page with you so Mm -hmm. allow me to allow me to help allow me to share the load that sort of thing. Has anyone else come up to you and given their interpretation of the song? Um, yes, actually. Um, when I was playing on one of the platforms in the subway in New York City, as mm. I mentioned before, there was this woman who walked up to me and um, she told me about her um, experience. And it was actually a religious experience. Mm. Um, and she said that it spoke exactly to her scenario, um, and her overcoming, uh, of the challenge. She didn't tell me what the challenge was that mm-hmm. she was going through, but, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. It really can mean anything to anyone. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. It's very powerful live. I liked it. Thank you. Did, um, you, your, um, fashion choices multiply mm-hmm. by 10 when you hit the stage how do you um, <laughs> how do you prep for that like like you're about to hit a stage and you go oh i got the perfect thing for them you know i think that choosing the outfit for a performance to me is really about exciting myself yeah. like i i love um uh, thrift store shopping and finding mm-hmm. all these different interesting cool weird stuff uh, weird items and from different um, years and different times and mm-hmm. uh, different styles and sort of putting them together into what I view as my own style mm-hmm. um, my own my own style my uh, own, <laughs> my own. Um, and yeah every time it's it's like I'm playing this game you know right before I go on the show mm-hmm. and I kind of I often actually like to do it like maybe like 40 minutes or 30 minutes before I leave the house yeah. like to leave it to the last minute mm-hmm. to get inspired by how, how I'm feeling mm-hmm. so it's usually like yeah just about how I'm feeling that day do you have any tips for thrift store shopping yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to sponsor any particular store, so I'm not going to say, you know, <laughs> any locations here. I'm not uh, doing that. But I will say that when you go thrift shopping, what you should do is don't think, oh, there's not going to be anything in this section. I literally go one by one, wow. one by one. And that's how it, all of a sudden something's like hiding, you know, uh, and if something looks not exactly your size, uh, but it might be close, just try it on. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, um, going for the crazy looking things. So if it has a strange color, a weird print, um, interesting shape, you know, (laughs) uh, it all depends what you match it with. So if you got cool shoes, got, you know, um, nice piece of jewelry, you can wear like a simple t-shirt and make it a look. Yeah. This Um, sounds, this sounds a lot like a song Corey and I sang. 
cool oh, no. shoes. Please stop. Nice pants. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> that was new retired shirt. a long new time shirt. ago. New shirt. Are we going to re release that shoes. song? Nice pants. New shirt. Yeah. Here um, dance. I, <laughs> I think Corey needs more sheer and sparkles in his life. So I feel I like. I do need more sparkles. Yeah. I feel like when you're. Like, Maybe you can take some from uh, Jesus over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from his, from his sheer uh, cape. Some blood sparkle. I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like uh, when I see Corey at shows, I'm like, man, he could really use more sheer items and Jeez. some sparkles. Why don't you his... tell me that while I'm there? Um, <laughs> I felt like you'd remember if we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. It'd be like maybe it's more. Like recording. Yeah. It'd be more important. Okay. So. Yeah. Do a little flare, more flare you need for me. Yeah, like some some. How, how would you call it, my on? If you're like looking for sheer items, like what's that? What's what do you describe sheer? Ah, uh, I mean sheer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then describe. How do you describe sheer? Yeah, how do you describe? Okay, what are you fishing for? Describe. Okay, describe your outfit from the singer songwriters event we recently had. What was I wearing? Um. What was I wearing? It was like sheer. What's sheer? What were you wearing? I don't remember what I was wearing, to be honest. What was she wearing? I just like wore flowy. it. Like oh. flowy. Flowy. You want me to be more flowy? Oh, yeah. I remember what I was wearing. <laughs> All I remember is someone w- walked up to me and was like, damn, she's killing it. Like, dang. Like, whoa. Dang. I dang. do remember what. I think it was actually, um, I forget what culture um, it, it is actually accurately, but I think it was from a costume or may, maybe, possibly from a costume, but it was very long, reached the floor, and it had these round uh, golden... Uh, they're not beads. They're like pieces of fabric that somehow... Like, they're, they're fluffy fluffs. Had fluffs. balls. They're Had kind fluffs. of like balls. Fluffy balls. <laughs> golden balls. Anyhow, at golden the bottom... Balls. <laughs> golden balls. Uh, at the bottom, bigger. and it was pink, and it had all sorts of... Um, Sounds perfect yeah, for me. Yeah. I think it, so. It was, it was cool. It was yeah, interesting. It, it was some sort of um. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I want to say one thing, but then I might be wrong, so I don't want to say, say something wrong. Yeah. Um. But anyhow, I mean, the, was, the main point is when I balls. walked on stage, I was able to you know hold yeah, it with both my hands, balls. spread it out, and kind of do a fancy walk up the stairs. Yeah. And mm. capture everyone's attention. That's you, what I, I, you need I need to do. More like that. Yeah. I need to capture more attention. Yeah, more I, attention. I do now. I'm just like, <laughs> I need to sit on the side Slide. and chill the fuck y- out. You and I are giving the same vibes tonight. We're like, hoodie? <laughs> yeah. Gray? Yeah. yeah. Little black? Yeah. Cool. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, I need some color in my life. If, um, let, let's say that I'm tired of hearing Corey's voice. So am I. And, and we wanted to hear like two songs in a row so we could just get vibe in. Like, sure, we're not sure. even going to, we're yeah, not even going to chime in in between these. We're just going to mm-hmm. let you like, yeah, we'll like you're back. on stage and you're just taking over. So what would intro the next one and just go like right into it. Like, yeah, here's my next two songs. All right. Sure. Step back. So, um, I'm going to start with my song golden rush, which I wrote with my buddy, Tyler Elder, while we were touring from the East Coast to the West. Hmm. And the song that comes after, I'll, after I'll tell you uh, what it was after I play it. This way I can decide right after I'm done with this one. Wait 
finding my way home The place where I begin I take my breath and now seen moments with a spark when the sun rises all lost in dark no it's still ahead of us the golden rush now i found a hand a hand to hold in time another smile will be flying out the miles Just going through the motions as I take it And I've seen moments with a spark When the sun rises all lost in dark Though it's still ahead of us The golden run The ship is rolling but we won't stay long the sails at the break of dawn To dust in steady flight No nest may find a home in the lands of the west Ship is rolling but we won't stay long Raise the sails at the break of dawn To dust in steady flight Flying west into the night Been trained to roam alone Guided by my cord I find myself On a new mission
Thank you. So that was Golden Rush. And the next song I have for you is called Same Mistakes. This is not a rebel's yell. I just have a story to tell. Hear my fights and I hear my cries. It's just not my time to die.
Now with Sam Stakes. I always feel like uh, when I hear that song, it's like a, it comes across to me as like a threat. Like you're like, this isn't a rebel zeal. If it were, you you would know. <laughs> yeah. Like this is just me. But if it if I were gonna rebel, oh you'd know. <laughs> you'd hear it. You know. Yeah. Am I close? I mean, I feel like when I was writing the song, coming from, um, from like a rebel heart or, you know, uh, somebody who, um, stands for what they believe in and will, you know, fight for a cause. Mm Um, when I wrote the song, I was saying, this is not, this is not a complaint, you know, essentially, this is not me whining about something this is not uh me trying to make a big statement here it's just my story it's just something that i truly went through so uh listen and realize that it's not a joke yeah you need to get out (laughs) you don't like it this is me kind of yeah yeah i dig it the um do you when you get done with a song like that do you feel all like amped up like f yeah oh yeah i'm totally amped like right now oh yeah oh yeah i mean it's an energetic song and it's basically saying hey i made choices in my life that you know made me free and and um it yeah i feel like a song like that no matter what you're going through um encourages you that yeah at any moment you can Flip a switch, make a decision, mm-hmm. and bam, you're free. Now, how did you come up with the... Was it the lyrics first, or did you come up with the melody? Like, how did it kind of come about? I feel like my songs are very uh, melody... Uh, melodic. They're melodic, melodically driven, but um, the lyrics come, come pretty much at the same time. Yeah. If, like, maybe a second later. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but usually I have some sort of like a, a rhythm going yeah. like I immediately know what the rhythm of the song is the rhythm is that in your head or it's you... in my head okay yeah so usually the song will already be existing almost full hmm. in my head wow. and then I find it on the guitar or yeah. whatever other instrument solidify yeah I mean I mean you know what actually um, that's not true I probably have written in a variety of ways I mean I know I have like sometimes I'll come up with a cool chord progression and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, let's just noodle around. And they're like, oh, that sounds nice. And then all of a sudden I have an idea in my mm-hmm. head that was inspired by it. Or when I was making electronic music, I used to like come up with a cool beat, you know, and lay some keyboard. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is great. And then a song inspired me. I mean, got got inspired to write a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this one in particular was more like the melody and the lyrics in my mind yeah. already together cooking up in there yeah often like if i have a story that i'm telling like if i'm going through something in in the moment and i want to express how i feel Mm -hmm. um and for whatever reason i haven't expressed it enough to whoever or whatever the situation is and i'm just getting it out there right so i'm like frustrated or happy or i feel whatever it is that i'm feeling and then just like a melody is going then i'm like oh the words just come out when i sing it yeah does your guitar fight anything in speci- like specifically? Like, is what it a mean? weapon for anything? My guitar is a weapon? Yeah. It's a weapon of love, baby. Nice. Weapon of love. <laughs> 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 Seems like a good dating profile. Like, <laughs> hey. It's your weapon of choice. Play guitar. <laughs> the guitar. It's a weapon of love. <laughs> it's a weapon of love. <laughs> um, yeah, that. I, I, I'll take that. 
Yeah. Do you have any guitars that you've written on? Like, do you write any messages on your guitars? Well, I mean, my first, my very first guitar, I had some stickers on. Had like uh, Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and Jimi Hendrix mm. um, and a couple others. Um, and ever since, I have not abused my guitars. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. I, I like the the natural look of the guitar. Um, this one in particular is dark, darker uh, and mahogany, and I, I like that. Um, I also like its size and the shape, and I, I've had it for quite a while, and I just, I really like it. Yeah, how long? Um, let's see. I got it in 20... 2009, actually. Wow. 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I just bought my first new DJ controller, and I don't feel mm -hmm. like DJ controllers are something where you hold on to your old one and go, I just like bringing out this old one every once in a while. But I feel like guitars are something that you'll bring out your old one and yeah. be like, it just has a unique sound. And if a DJ controller had a unique sound, you'd be like, it just sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just broken. <laughs> it just makes weird noises now. Weird noises. How many guitars do you have? So uh, currently, well, I still have my first guitar, but it resides with my cousins. Um, so what's <laughs> that story? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, actually, I left, I left my first guitar in Israel. Okay. And uh, when my cousins started learning guitar, it's like, hey, you should have my guitar. So they still have it, although they've progressed to other guitars already. Do they um, still, they keep it safe? Yeah, they keep it safe. They they have, I, I was just there and I saw it and I was like, oh, You're like, sweet hey. memories. Um, you didn't want it back? You can't. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I, I feel yeah. good that they keep it for me and now it's part of their childhood too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I have this guitar and then I have uh, Rickenbacker, which I love. It's red. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, I love its tone. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, it matches my personality. That's fun. The um, what other instruments could you bring on the stage if you wanted to? Um, I can play a little bass, which I have actually at one of the Balance Breakfast uh, Rock Lotto oh, yes. <laughs> events. Yeah. Uh -huh. nice. um, Speaking of Rock Lotto again, yeah. <laughs> we should do a um, new song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I could play. I could play the bass. Uh, I could play the ukulele, um, and the keyboard. But I, I don't do that often um, just because, you know. I don't. Yeah, just because. I don't, I'm not sure why. You but I, I should, I I should know, more. I really, I really enjoy it when I do. Yeah. So, wait, what is your excuse for not doing it? I don't have any excuse. I'm defenseless. Okay. Because <laughs> when you said you knew, I thought maybe Corey knew. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know Corey? <gasps> maybe it's I a know. good question. I, I feel know. like then I'd probably have to bring the whole studio, you know, like I'd be switching around, you know. Yeah. yeah. You have your focus. Yeah. D um, like, here's some things that I've been thinking about recently. So you have your equipment, you have your guitar. Mm -hmm. And how do you decide what bag to carry it around in? Like soft bag, hard bag, like oh. shoulder straps, handles. I actually have a funny um, story about my uh, soft case, I guess. Um, I never like the hard cases because they're too heavy. Yeah, you know, gotcha. that stuff is heavy. I don't want to carry that around. Um, and I'm just like, okay, if something happens, something happens, but I'm just going to take the soft case. But, um, I often uh, use my soft case when I travel as my suitcase 
So I oh. pad it with inside with my clothes, and then it becomes like essentially like a really padded, protected case. Is it right? heavy? It becomes a little heavy, yeah. yeah but uh, it's a really good way to pack stuff uh, when you're flying and all that good stuff, and you're is trying that, to fit as many things. Is that how you got to South by Southwest? That's how I got to South by Southwest. Oh, wow. Yeah. You put that on an airplane? Yeah. Oh, wow. But you carry it on, yeah? Oh, yeah, carry on. Okay. And the overhead. That's how I got to Austin. But you're taking a break this year? No. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to leave my announcement till the last moment. I may surprise you and show up. <laughs> yeah, don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> Seriously, I know too yeah, much. Yeah, I, I have a lot of projects right now, so I got to choose uh, you know, where to focus my attentions. Focus is the key, unfortunately. To what? To life. Oh, okay. I thought, you were, I thought you were dropping something super heavy on us, and I was like, whoa. Uh, to, um, no, I didn't. It's no. a Sunday. I don't have heavy. Um, so um, Corey and I had fans of our music project at the mm-hmm. show on Saturday. Yeah, that was um, weird. Wait, was I, don't cool. under, I didn't understand that. And we were that. also, we had we were, fans? I was yeah. like, what? I am way too drunk. Well, right there, there are, there's a music video of ours out there, so people yeah. can Who see put that our one performance okay. that we've done this year. Um, so my friend Blythe was like, so I saw your music video. Your band's pretty good. And then all of a sudden, there, there were she three. She gives us specifics on what was good, because I know I was not a part of that. Yeah, well, all of a sudden, there were three of our bandmates yeah. in the same show. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, sweet, we're rolling as a posse. We were a posse. Yeah, so, uh, do you, Mayan, do you have people just that you don't know walk up to you and be like, yeah. oh, like I, us. Love your, <laughs> I love your band, I love your music? Do you have that one yeah. person? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you have any super, like, psycho fans? Yeah, do you have any advice for us now that people are starting Stalkers? to recognize us? Yeah, I feel like I have a stalker already. Well, actually, I mean, whenever someone comes up to me and is like, you know, I saw you on social media or, like, mm. I heard you on Spotify or this, this, that, or... This, this, um, that. It's a, really nice fe- it's a really nice feeling. I really appreciate it. So I, I say just always make sure you let these people know how much you appreciate their support. Um, because it's not obvious, you know, and also a lot of times people come and they don't tell you. Yeah, they're shy uh, or... Yeah, exactly. And later on, like they tell me on, on social media, like, yeah. da, 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 I really enjoy the show. I was like, why didn't you say hi? Yeah. Uh, In person's a lot. Please come say better. hi. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. That's, so that's my what you're saying is Corey did it wrong. When he's yeah. like, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Our music is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why are well, you my fan? To be fair, it is horrible. I mean, sense. honestly, I have seen people sort of like say thank you and just continue, mm-hmm. right? Like sometimes, and it's just it's out of their own, I think, insecurity, mm-hmm. but or whatever Definitely their inconvenience. <laughs> but you should, as a performer, um, make yeah, make sure that you give enough time and give appreciation. Yeah, appreciate it. People are yeah, coming up to themselves. say something nice. So then, um, uh, I, I, I'm trying to decide, should we do, do you have another live one? Oh, Ooh. I have many live ones. Oh, the yeah. question is which one I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I think I have just the right song for you. I feel like we'll do oh. one more live one and then we'll end with a song of your request. So be thinking about like which one of your songs that you want to hear recorded as like a wind out. Wait, what? I'm... Wait, huh? Wait, what? Like one the live. one that I want to record? I mean, what? <laughs> so you get to play one more live song yeah but th- um then our show is starting to come to an end right 
So you have to pick which one of your songs is on Spotify that you want us to hear. Yeah. But you don't have to tell us yet. Close it out. You just have to like be ready with it. Send it to us. Text message. Yes, I'll be ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you get me pumped up. Like when I when I'm listening, I'm just like, all right, now now I want my like anthem song of like, um, like you're not doing this alone, or hey, like this is where I belong, or I, I want I want one of your anthem songs as my anthem songs. Well, you can have them as your own. 
I appreciate <laughs> just it. Just for you, Stefan. Just for me. <laughs> Too kind. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think I'm writing my own anthem song anytime soon. So I hope not. <laughs> I think I'm gonna steal my own. See how that goes. <laughs> yeah. My my writing skills are like five words that go well together, and I'm like, I have to write more song yeah. than this. That's not no, gonna you happen. Don't. <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, I just want to say, guys, thank you so much for having me. I mean, this has been so awesome. Yeah. Um, and before I tell you what my song of choice is from my first album that's uh, out on Spotify, I just want to say, you know, um, if anyone that's listening is interested in my story, you can go ahead and connect with me through my website. That's M-A-A-Y-A-N-Official.com, MyOnOfficial.com, where you have uh, some uh, of the more uh, current videos and, and all that good stuff and content concerts um and from my first album that's out on spotify um i would like to share with you the song titled uh lose control and uh, from from my standpoint we're going to dedicate this one out to our friends in colombia because we uh we have a piece of our show that goes out to um our friends in Bogota, Bogota for their business English class so that they can yeah. practice their English. So oh, that's awesome. So this song is dedicated out to them. I love that. Yeah. Practice. Our our friend over there, uh, Lourdes, is a English teacher and um, so tell tell them real quick as we're dedicating this song mm-hmm. to them what your your name, like a little bit about your music and then introduce the song one more time. Okay. My name is Mayan. And I want to dedicate my song, Lose Control. I wrote the song while I was um, living in Israel, and I was getting inspired by all the music I was hearing from all over the world. And I just wanted to get loose, celebrate, have a good time, and uh, make music. And uh, that inspired my entire journey. Um, So it's really a song celebrating music, celebrating a good time. Um, Yeah, hope you like it. Enjoy.
I'm done.